0: I believe in sound. One, I'm writing a paper, a fantasy, starting with Once Upon a Time, like every fairy tale. Each letter my pencil narrates my thoughts through cursive. Once Upon a Time, a strong woman, it's the same old hook. It's the same eternal dullness cast upon me, like when I was five. And I had no choice but to read Bob books, because I'd finished all the hard books for my age. My mom read me these hard books. Bob books were like, dog and cat, Anne and me, consisting of five pages. On the contrary, the books my mother read to me were four times as long with a confusing plot. So when I read Bob books, of course I wasn't going to ask my mother to dictate a five-page story. It would waste her time. I could read it in my head because it was five pages and I did not want to disturb my mother. Two. If I plug my ears, everything encircling me in this classroom, abstract or concrete, is 2D. A halt, a bump in the road that I can try and push through but will never make it over onto the flat road. I am so constrained. I am frozen in colors, shapes, sizes, and values, pulled into visuality, stuck between the stillness and the life. 3. Some kids thought the hard books in the kindergarten curriculum were boring, gruesome, and tiring. I disagreed on a very different level. Listening to the story was relaxing, sparkling, and dreamy. Wait, but they weren't that different from Bob books. Just more words on the page. How could I have adored listening to these 20-page books more than reading the five-page ones? Four, a paper. A number with place values of paragraphs. Now I'm going to read the fantasy that I wrote, Ears Still Plugged. Read its intricate existence with passion. As my vocal cords vibrate, there is hope, but no magic in the air, and it is silently sentimentless. 5. What caused Bob books to fall to a lower rank in my liking was the absence of my mother's voice. Every intense moment in the hard stories told by her was a crescendo, building up in my imagination. Listening to every soft moment was like a blanket, soft, warm, and smelling of strawberries, sending me to a good night's sleep. I listened, and I did not read. I did not read it in my head without sound. 6. As a dancer, dancing without music is pure melancholy. I don't feel anything but stillness, though I am moving. This stillness is the total opposite of meditation stillness where your head is clear. No, without music, my head has been beaten to the ground. The main reason I dance is because of music. When I hear a song, it feels like my movements are little seeds in my body being nourished by harmony. Every instrument is a tool, water, sunlight, etc. The seed shoots up from the ground so quickly I feel a spark of happiness and everything disappears. The plant has no destination. Therefore, I will dance and I'll do it from my heart with the music, the conductor. Because if I stay put, stay put, I don't know how to stay put when the music's on. Seven, I'm going to unplug my ears and find any music-making machine and play it. I'll dance to it. It's very addictive. I get chills. Don't you get chills? I see that visibility is only the midpoint of stillness in life. Beyond that is a 3D world. A 2D world becomes 3D when eardrums are rattled. Eight. Some people say beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I can conclude that life is in the ear of the listener. Sound is life, and I believe in life. From this moment forward, I will never pick up a book again. I will only listen to audiobooks. I will never think about dancing without music. Nothing can change that I believe in sound.